today I'm sitting near the creek, um, prime snake territory. I kind of feel like I'm wishing it upon myself by even saying that. But it feels nice. <laughs> it's, it's, um, very dry and, uh, it's weird that I had to force myself down here because I know that my body weirdly needs it. It's like, I think Japanese call it tree dowsing. But, um, I was thinking during the week how every time I write a book, there'll be one poem in it that's a complete aberration from, and complete stands out like a sore thumb from the rest of the book. And often it'll, I'll go, oh, that's interesting. That's, that's off the rails. And that single poem will usually be the doorway to, to the next book. I feel like every book has that single poem doorway that leads to the next um and from going from book to book to book I feel like it's like a maze it's almost like a weird maze and I've just kept opening those doors and this one that I've that I've made seems like it has the largest room so far I opened this door and it's I've opened it on not a room more like a garden it's like I've found my way out of the house um, and I'm into the back garden it took me uh, I've counted because I wrote a little zine a handmade book back in 2009 that the reading sold like a little it was like six bucks uh, I love that little book it was the illustrations and words and then that led to a walk in 2015 another little book that it's sort of not around anymore. I think it's on my Etsy. And I thought, I loved that at the time, and that led to writing po- poetry, um, because that walkbook was just like a long-winded poem. Um, and then that led to Falling Upwards, which led to my first book of poetry, which was the only publisher-published one, which was very more formal poetry. But then my next one was I published it myself, and that sort of became a bit more casual and then the next couple became even more casual until my poetry turned into rants. And my last book, that was just pure rant with, and really almost hard, almost not trying. And it felt like a, almost like a backward step, but a couple of poems in it where I talked about work, it, it felt, ah, this is, I'm starting to hone this whole work thing. And I opened that door onto this, onto this garden of, everything and I feel like I finally just come to a point where I almost don't almost don't give a shit you have to give a shit to not give a shit I hate all these stupid paradoxes but it felt like a backward step to make massively forward I hate I hate saying backwards and forwards and up and down it's like saying talking about progress but it kind of feels true it feels like yeah this new door feels good and just to see, um, just to compare, to see if I've made it from the front room to the back garden, I posted an old poem that won, won a poetry competition. I came second in a poetry competition in Queensland um, seven years ago. They say um, in life, every seven years, you can't completely change, like that series, Seven Up. But I, I, I posted it, and I loved it at the time, and it no longer resonates with my Instagram or TikTok audience and I, I found that really fascinating so there really is 
it's like people have t- come along with me as I've gone from room to room to this back garden that I'm that I'm now in, and I'm literally sitting in this fo- semi forest. That's weird. That's nice coincidence, serendipity. <laughs> to be talking about this large <laughs> back garden while I'm taking some mushrooms. Um, that's all my random thought for the day or for this week. I also thought I'd to say thank thank you to there's there's three people who have have been very encouraging of my crap and that's um, Ginger, Jem and Paddy, and it's yeah it's weird people who who sort of stick around and and bring encouragement even though even though what Darby I don't know even though nothing <laughs> it's it's be, it's beautiful I so yeah thanks um, Ginger Jem. And Paddy, you've been, yeah, really supportive. And I just thought, I'd, yeah, I, I don't really mention people on podcasts. So that's kind of a first. I had another thought. This is completely unrelated to anything I was just talking about. I remember in the 90s, Mike Tyson, the boxer, it was everywhere that he'd bitten off another fighter's ear and that he was just out of control and crazy. And I, I re-watched the YouTube video only a month or so ago, and he and he was being headbutted the entire time, and that's an illegal, not only an illegal move, but the guy who was headbutting him was doing it in such a clever way, so he, he couldn't be spotted. But if you sl- you watch the YouTube in slow motion, the guy's absolutely illegally moving the shit out of Mike Tyson, like completely headbutting him. And I, I would bite someone's ear off as well. <laughs> it's like, that's what was sold to us back in the 90s. This guy, you know, he's a fucking animal and he bit off someone's ear. What a crazy asshole. But I find it interesting that that's what the news was 30 years ago. And now all this new... And news creates history, our history books. And now we've got this opportunity with all this social media to re-examine very recent modern history and realize that yeah a lot of the news is just yeah it's total bullshit and especially in the last couple of years it's even more pronounced but yeah i find that really interesting um what's reported versus what's actually what actually happened and there's an old saying that i've learned recently from a michael looney cartoon that he quoted as well and it's it feels very prescient is that how you say that word very of the times of the moment and it's um believe nothing of what you hear and only half of what you see and that's so yeah that just feels like it fits in with that but anyway they're two very jarring different thoughts um for this podcast get from door to door um and entering into this back garden from yeah from going from writing poetry into almost um writing rants I've taken weird, some weird pride in that recently, um, that I, I don't, I no longer have to awkwardly call myself I write poetry or a poet because it feels, doesn't even feel like poet a poet should be a noun. It feel doesn't even feel like a position that one can take. It feels like you, it's a a verb. You live it or you don't live it. And one of my friends, Andre, doesn't write it. He doesn't write a thing. But I'd say he's the most, the truest poet I've ever met in the way he lives. But yet he doesn't write poetry at all. I feel like career poets and career writers 
even though they're called poets and win poetry awards and are celebrated for being a poet, uh, almost not poets at all. But anyway, so I'm glad to um, sort of not have to say I write poetry anymore. I'm glad that I can just say I just write rants, old man rants. I know it's bullshit, but I, I kind of like it. Um, yeah, that'll do for this episode, I think. And I'm going to enjoy these mushrooms in this weird forest. See ya.